Welcome back to the Pick 5 Show. Um, I hope you've been listening and playing our picks. Because Maybe not you playing. Would've, you would have lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> you would have lost some money. Uh, we're not great. We're 6-13 and 13 on the year. Uh, quick recap. So week one, we just kind of did it communally. Uh, so we started keeping track of who was picking what bullshit in week two. Um, I am leading the packet and even 500. I'm 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Drew was two and three, and Hayden finally got on the board on Monday night with the Chargers, giving him his first win. He's one and three. Uh, so, yeah, not great. Not great. It, it's very difficult. I'm going to say it's, it's difficult to make these picks on Wednesdays and Thursdays when there's a lot of injury news we're still waiting to shake out. For example, if you're going to say you're going to get Teddy Bridgewater and a point and a half in Pittsburgh this week, I'm going to beat that thing like a drum. But if you're going to tell me it's, it's Jake, Jake lock, drew lock. I keep, right. I keep, so I keep, you have, you have this thing where you've got like N, like NCAA 07 stuck in your head where you're like Jake locker from Washington still playing. Right guys. <laughs> like that dude retired in like 2011 and you're just like, mm, white guy, last name, gotta be Jake locker. <laughs> they're both, they're both, lock and locker. They're both like big, dumb white dudes. They have big arms, but suck at football. Basically like they're the same player. They're probably brothers. I don't know. Anyways, you remember the um, Jake Locker interview? I just fucking did it. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, that Jake Locker <laughs> interview. It was like his like second year in the league. He played for Tennessee, and uh, it might have been like GQ or something. He was like, "Yeah, like I really don't like football at all." <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> sick. <laughs> all right. Well, let's hit you guys with our picks for this week. Um, Drew, why don't you lead us off with your number one play of the number week? Number one play, uh, the Carolina Panthers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, it's in Carolina. Uh, I'm laying three in the hook with the Panthers. Uh, just lost that game to Dallas. Uh, I think they're going to get right here. Um, I'm putting all my eggs in the basket with grandson of Dick Hammer, the Marlboro man, Sam Darnold, and that team. Uh, whispers that C-Mac might play this week? Question mark. He's trending in a positive direction. This so, is a perfect example of the decisions that we struggle with making these picks and, before and, Sunday. And frankly, you know, I just, we, we talked about this. I don't think Philly is a great football team in uh, the, Panthers play a four, six makes it virtually impossible to run play action. They're going to be all up in Jalen hurts business with this very fast front seven that they have. Um, and I just, I think that they're going to turn over Jalen hurts like twice and they're going to get a couple sacks. And this is the kind of game they're going to win. I, I like Carolina from the spot a lot. Yeah. So I, I kind of like Carolina here. Also, they're coming off a loss. I always like to play teams coming off a loss, good teams coming off a loss. Um, it, it seemed to me when I, we were watching, we talked about this a little bit on the uh, the review show that the Carolina defense is built on speed and Dallas was like, okay, well, we're just going to ground and pound this right between the tackles and really make it man up and, and stop Zeke and Pollard. Um, the Philadelphia offense is not, there's no ground and pound there. They're, the Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell combo is not, scaring anybody um so this is they're relying on hurts to make plays with his legs get out of the pocket Devonta smith 
Um, so yeah, I, I like the Panthers defense to have a bounce back here. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I think three in the hook, three in the hook is a good play. Good play. So something about Miles Sanders, I think he does lead, he leads the league in holy shit. They just shoot him out of a cannon runs. If you watch the Eagles play a game, there's at least two where they'll run some like delayed run or like a draw play where he'll get the ball and you kind of blink and he's like 10 yards upfield. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When did that, how did you get there? I could be wrong. I don't think that was last week. So I'm pretty sure he had like three carries for eight yards last week. You know what, man? Maybe it's like Haley's <laughs> comment. It's like once every 75 years it shows up. Um, I know it happened against the Niners and I saw it twice in week two where it's just like, he gets the ball and it's just like, zoop, and you're like, oh, okay. He's, he's 20 yards downfield. Sick. I don't think he's difficult to bring down. I, no, I think you're right in that. He's got a good burst, but uh, he's not shaking off any tackles. He's, oh, no, no, yeah, no. He's getting hung up quite a bit. I, I have a play that I love this week. Um, I have been really high on Trey Lance all summer. Uh, I loved what I saw from him in the second half uh of last week we have an arizona cardinals team that is an inexplicable four and oh they just beat the rams like not just like edged out the rams like kind of beat the shit out of the rams um and i just love this for a letdown spot i love it we have lance with a full week to prep uh shanahan to draw some shit up for him um i i like the discipline of the niners defense to be able to kind of keep kyler in check um and keep explosive plays at least you know mitigate them a little bit keep them to a minimum um so and they're the san francisco is catching five and a half points you're giving me kyle shanahan against cliff kingsbury and you're giving me five and a half points with that coaching advantage that's that's a that's a no-brainer for me so i'm all over the niners getting five and a half in arizona this week i love that play um i hate when the Cardinals are giving points. Whenever the Cardinals are laying points, they seem to underperform. Um, I will say that PFF has fair market value at, at four cards minus four, which I find interesting. I would have thought to be different. I'm going to um, point a half a value. I love it. Take yeah. it all day. Yeah. So I, uh, I like what we're doing here. I'm here for it. All right. Um, do you want to do Hayden's pick since he's, he's in he's incognito. Hayden, Hayden's big time in us. Uh, he's uh, got important shit to do tonight. So, um, yeah, he likes the Packers laying three and a half at home at Cincinnati. I don't understand this line. This is one of those lines that seems so wrong to me. I'm wondering if I'm missing something because I don't even think Joe Mixon is playing. Joe, Joe, uh, Mixon, so Joe Mixon is out of this game. And I, yeah, I get it. The Bengals are three and one. They've beaten nobody. They've beaten a middling Vikings team. Excuse me. Uh, they beat the Jags. Uh, and they beat the, who's their third one? Wasn't anybody good. The Steelers. They beat the, they beat the shitty Steelers by a lot. Did, did your pick them people do this wrong? Because I'm showing the market at minus three for the Packers. Oh, shit. That is what it is. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, it is, and I don't, and I feel like it should be like six. I don't know, at least. Yeah, PFF says that the spread should be minus two on the Packers. They're saying that the Packers are overvalued at minus three and a half, and that's crazy to me. What am I missing? Tell me what I'm missing. And also, 63% of the cash is currently on the Bengals. 
plus three and a half. So the, the Bengals, people are telling me that the Bengals are good now. Are, are, is Vegas, Vegas thinks uh, the Bengals are good. Because I'm going to call bullshit on that. Apparently. They barely beat the Jags on Thursday night. Dude, so they have, so they have a, they have the 15th ranked offense, 15th ranked defense. They're at home. I, I, I'm on your side. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I'm just telling you that 63% of the cash and 27% of the tickets are on the Bengals with the spread. So let me take what you just said and parse that out a little bit. So they're 15th in the league in offense and defense. So they are basically the definition of an average team, right? So, okay, you give them home field advantage, let's say, call it a generous three points. Home field advantage is probably closer to two and a half points these days for most teams. Uh, We'll give it three points. So you're telling me on a neutral field that the Packers are only half a point better than the Bengals? What? are are they still are they still watching the team that lost to the saints in week one because at this point i'm willing to throw that game out i've seen three solid performances by the packers i'm willing to go ahead and call that one an an outlier that week one against the saints when they laid a fucking egg and i'm sorry who is cincinnati beaten to to be considered in the same neighborhood as the packers i don't i don't i don't get it i don't get it yeah hey man i'm i'm not uh I'm not disagreeing with you here. I I don't get it. Wait, did I do this backwards? Hold on. Cincinnati and Green Bay on a neutral field would be if they're saying half a point better. Okay, so they're saying Green, Green Bay. Green Bay is a tutty better on a neutral field. Yeah, they're saying Green Bay's five and a half, six points better on a neutral field. Okay, never mind. I went the wrong way with that. Stand corrected. I still see value there. I still like uh, Rodgers to come in there, seek and destroy. Uh, I don't think he's, I don't think the Packers are fat and happy enough to take this game off, especially with the Bengals being three and one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Hayden, I'm with you. I like to pick, I'd like you to go uh, to pick up your second win on the year, bud. All right, Drew, who's your number two pick? I know you, uh, you mold over this one quite a Holy bit. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, this was, this was awful. This was not a great week. Uh, so uh, Aaron had to talk me out of the Jets plus three and a half in London against the Falcons. Holy shit. I, I wanted to take that 35 of my being. No, um, I'm actually, I, this I is just a play that. against the Jacksonville Urban Myers. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee minus four and a half on the road in Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville is ripe for implosion at this current juncture. Uh, so, so, I mean, you know, divisional game, big game for the team. And you and I both know that Urban has just been diligently in the office studying tape <laughs> and planning for this game. Um, he's not been dealing with anything at home. I mean, he might be sleeping in the office and it might not be his choice. Yeah. Frankly, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, holy shit. This is terrible. Uh, and, and I think that this is a, a good place for Tennessee who, frankly needs this win pretty bad to like you yep. said put a stranglehold in the division they got to win this game uh i think they put it to the uh the jacksonville cheating husbands i don't know what the deal is with aj brown or julio jones i don't um, think it matters yeah i guess i just don't uh, the, the weakest point of tennessee is uh they their defense is pretty shitty uh, i think their front seven is probably worse than their secondary um I'm not sure that the Jacksonville is going to be able to take advantage of that. Um, so yeah, laying four and a half on the road, not great, but I, Jacksonville's distracted. Tennessee's coming off a bad, bad loss. I got embarrassed. Um, yep. 
against the Jets, they're looking to get get right, and this is a good spot to do that. So, yeah, I like Tennessee here. All right, so we have so far San Francisco catching five and a half at Arizona. We have Carolina laying three and a half at home against Philly. Tennessee laying four and a half at Jacksonville. And Green Bay minus three and a half at Cincinnati. Yep. Uh, we're on a lot of favorites. We're on a lot of favorites this week. I didn't notice that. I'm on another favorite here. Uh, I like the Las Vegas Raiders uh, to get right here against the Chicago Bears. It was announced today Justin Fields is going to start. Um they have Bill Lazor playing the calls. We talked about this. This seems to be the best iteration of the Bears that we've seen so far is the Bill Lazor-Justin Fields duo. What I think is going to give him some problems um, is the, the defensive line of the Raiders and how much they get penetration. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they are going to be mucking up that pocket all night long. Uh, no... Um, no, uh, who's the Bears running back that just got hurt? I'm drawing a Montgomery. total here. There's no David Montgomery here. Uh, so that definitely takes some teeth out of what was the strength of the Chicago offense. Um, Carr is going to be looking to sling it. Chicago has a pretty weak secondary. Uh, so he won't have any problem throwing the ball 35, 40 times, uh, just throwing it all over the field. Guys like Waller, Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith trailing Waller all day should be interesting to watch. He's a pretty good coverage linebacker. Um, but yeah, Hunter Renfro, uh, yeah. Henry Ruggs and the boys. I like them. I like I, team I, HR, the HR department, Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro. Uh, I, I hate this. I hate this that because the Raiders have had like a decent start to the season that we're like, Henry Ruggs is good. Henry, Henry Ruggs is not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's, he's not, he's not. Um, I still, I don't know. I like it. He has 14 catches for 297 and one touchdown through four games. And we're like, yeah, the HR department. Look, get the fuck out of here. I, I mean, want- you got to look at more than the box score, though. Ruggs is one of those guys that's going to stretch the defense out and allow guys like Waller and Renfro to operate underneath with more space. So it's more than just a box score thing. He's, he's doing positive things that don't necessarily show up there. Man, just... I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to get him off your fantasy team or anything. So like, you don't have to sell me on Henry Ruggs. Like, I I don't want to. I'm not buying. I'm not I'm buying. Trying any- to defend my. I'm just because that, that was a shot at me. I mentioned how Henry Ruggs might be turning a corner. Oh no, a it's not. It's not a shot. It's not. A, it's not a shot at you. It's a shot at Henry Ruggs. I just don't think Henry Ruggs is any good. He just plays the the Robbie Anderson, Deshaun Jackson type yeah. role where they stretch out, they they raise the ceiling of the defense to allow some more room underneath for guys like Waller and Renfro to operate. And yeah. I, I think he's he's done a good job of that so far. Look, man, I, I understand the point you're trying to make. Those like burner receivers, like four of them come out in the draft every year, and you don't have to draft them like 14th overall. That's true. Especially called- in that draft. You're telling me that my options as the Las Vegas Raiders is I could have Henry stretch the defense rugs or i could have had justin jefferson like come on sell it however you want to but that was that was a bad draft pick and that's fair his roi has not been great but he's at least earning his his meal ticket as an nfl starting wide receiver that's fair um do we want to talk about that teaser that we broke down that i actually i'm 100 going to play hit us with the teaser drew so six point tease uh and I'm working off the lines that we had, so they could be a little bit different now, but I'm taking New England down to minus two and a half against Houston. Belichick versus Cully is like a level 400 professor teaching like a level 100 student. I just can't believe that this is happening. Uh, pushing the Browns up to seven and a half 
uh, in Los Angeles. You'd actually get the Browns all the way to eight now. Oh yeah, give me yeah. all of give me all of that, mm-hmm. and then pushing the San Francisco 49ers to eleven and a half at Arizona. I'm that one's only ten and a half now, but you're still getting over the key number of ten. So yeah, give it to I'm me. With it, I'm with it. Give it to me. We have the we have the Arizona Cardinals who are laying that many points. Like, great. I understand what we've seen so far this year, but the games games that they have been favored, I've seen like I feel like have been much tighter than games that they have been dogs. Yeah, they're they're one of the. There's a lot of teams built like that. They're they're great as dogs when there's not a lot expected of them, but as soon as they're laying points and uh, they're, they're supposed to win games that they kind of piss down their leg. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that does it. Oh, I'm going to throw in one thing. If we see a, uh, drew lock, Ben Roethlisberger matchup on Sunday, the total on that game is 39 and a half right now. Uh, I'm going to hit the under on that and I'm going to hit it hard. You're going to need defensive and special teams touchdowns to get over 39 and a half. If those two guys are your starting quarterbacks, I'm telling you that right now. Oh, yeah, completely agree with that. And that is, as they say in the biz, a lock. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, guys, thanks for listening to the two pods this week. Um, look forward to getting back to you guys next week on our regular scheduled time. Uh, shoot us an email, presnapmotion at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at presnapmotion. Uh, Drew, Aaron, signing off. Caden, we miss you. Uh, please come back next week. Bye, Mom.